Hello, hi, hey, what's up? Clickbait is back for another episode. And um, we have lots to talk about today. And I'm really, really, really excited for our guest today. Um, She has been a person I have watched on TV for quite some time now. And it has been a dream to interview one of these people. So today's episode has to do, obviously, with the Bachelor Nation breakdown, as well as we have tips for you to stop feeling so insecure in your relationship. And without further ado, we have the one, the only, Teddy Mellencamp as our guest today on the podcast. And I I can't wait. I mean, she's basically in my backyard, and I'm surprised we haven't hung out that sooner. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. For the Bachelor Nation breakdown, we have Matt James relating to Meghan Markle talking about her biracial child. Did you watch the royal interview between um, Oprah? Queen Megan, honestly, I'm going to call her Queen Megan and Prince Harry. Yes, uh, and it was not. it was a royal interview for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and the tea that they were serving at, you know. Well, this. I don't know why people are are shocked oh. in general that like the royal family is out of touch. Like they've been did you, out of touch. Did right? you watch The I mean, Crown, Joe? Yeah, I watched. Yeah, I watched The Crown. They were out of touch in 1960. I. I, I <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're going to be in touch in 2021. I think one of the things that she said and, you know, why I know you said you didn't watch it, Joe, but I think the reason why everyone was so shocked was because Megan said she really thought that they had her back and they said Mm -hmm. that they had her back. And then Mm -hmm. when it came down to things and matters of her child and the questions that were being asked, she realized, oh, no, they don't have my back. They don't have my back at all. And I think that is why she felt so sad. And I think that's why with Matt James and I mean, you know, I'm not a biracial person, but I think that, you know, like my nieces are biracial and, you know, that is a thing that ignorantly people say, what are they going to look like? <laughs> you know, like yeah. people want to know that. Mixed babies are cute babies. Okay. Like, what does it freaking matter? Aren't we all like a melting pot of plenty of. Yes, that's what we are. Of course. I, that's I what makes the world it, interesting. Imagine if everybody was just one, how fucking boring that would be. I think, I, I think all babies are pretty babies, but I don't think that it was the part of the pretty. It was more so the fact <laughs> well, that, like, how I know. dark or light this kid is going to be and that's what's so mess- going to be yeah that's what's so crazy and what's so messed up and like oof. it makes me wonder if megan markle's skin was a little bit darker how they would have you know how they would have accepted her mm-hmm. yeah if that would have anything to do with it to be honest yeah they said they you know said what I mean? they said that in the they actually said that in the um when they were talking as well and they were talking about that and he said he was surprised at how everyone welcomed her in the beginning, how everyone was so nice to her. She, he, he was actually surprised. Uh, Which is a scary thing. Yeah, exactly. He kind of, in his mind, he already knew it was going to kind of be a, an issue. Yeah. Um, but I going back to Matt James relating, and honestly, myself being ra- biracial, relating to like, it feels just, it's funny though, because like when you are biracial, you never feel good enough to uh, relate to a certain ethnicity. You don't know where to kind of like, hmm. Hmm. Am I black enough? No. Am I, you know, Mexican enough? No. Like it, mm. it's you always are trying to figure out that balance. Mm. Um, and so for Matt coming from, you know, 
a white mother and an African-American father, mm-hmm. I can only imagine like how difficult that was for him because it is very different being, I think, Mexican and black as opposed to white and black. Mm-hmm. And yeah. also in the article, it says that Matt identifies as a black man he because does. of society. Right. It's so I think that it's important to talk about the fact that how society views a black or or a biracial woman and how you know, just with all the, you know, police brutality and everything that we have seen come up, black men and what they have to go through as well. Um, so but because his skin is darker, he automatically gets, I mean, I guess, seen as a black man and not even considered a white man. Well, and that's what was so crazy. The child wasn't even born yet, <laughs> you know, and, and Meghan Markle is a biracial woman and Prince Harry is a white man. And from the royal family and archie is is and again it shouldn't matter but they're talking about archie like he's my complexion (laughs) and he's not he's more he's closer to your complexion joe you know what i mean and it shouldn't really matter but the fact that it did is something that i think what you know to tie it back was what matt was saying it's like why 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 is this even a conversation this is a royal. This is this is your grandson's the ro- the the prince's son. Period. Shouldn't matter yeah. what their ethnicity is. Wow. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more with that. So we also have Mike Johnson saying how confident he is he will find his wife on Instagram or TikTok, and I think this is so funny. Here's the thing: I find it very interesting because we do live in. Um, um, we do live in that time where social media and dating apps seem more realistic than actually meeting somebody in a bar or on the street or in a coffee house. So I think it makes sense. For me personally, I never saw myself as someone that would meet anybody virtually. I always thought it would be in person. Yeah, I did. I always thought it'd be in person. You would feel that chemistry and that's how you yeah. would. Do you still um, feel that no. way, Joe? Uh, I do. I do. I still hope I meet somebody who I am going to marry. I hope I meet her face to face. You know what's face to face? Paradise. It's still face to face, okay? <laughs> I want to feel, I want to actually feel that chemistry. That's that's my opinion. So I personally don't think I'll meet my wife uh, via Instagram or TikTok. And that's why I think I find this so funny. It's because like I've never in my life have thought that I was going to meet someone uh virtually Mm. if you will Mm. you know what i mean based off of pictures and a profile Mm. that's so bizarre to me it is i always said that i would meet somebody mutual like with mutual friends of mine or gal and bart like how you were saying but not based off like oh damn look at that fit like those shoes where she's arching her back like that's weird (laughs) is that not weird i I don't think it's weird i i think it's newer like it's new you're not accustomed to it, but is def- I don't think it's weird. It's not weird anymore. I, think I, know, a, I know a lot of people who have gotten married from meeting on Instagram, honestly. Um, okay, let me ask you guys this. Do you agree that Instagram is a highlight reel? Of your uh, life? Of course. Sure, sure. Of yes. course. Of course. Okay, I do. So basing a potential match off of a highlight reel, mm-hmm. do you think that is conducive for honestly a long lasting relationship because i feel like you don't yeah because you don't really know this person i mean you know and i feel like sometimes 
as sad as it is when people are opening up and being vulnerable or like even crying on Instagram, like sometimes a lot of people take that as like, what the hell is she doing? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Or what what is he doing? And so it's mm-hmm. like, but that's that real person, you know? So that's that's I, like inter- I guess that's why it's so much it's so much better meeting somebody in person because like you can't really hide at that point. You can't fix up anything. You can't put a filter on anything. Like it's you. But well, when you initially meet someone at a bar, yeah. you don't mm-hmm. you don't know anything about them other than what they look like and their voice, right? How you feel, maybe their chemistry, like their pheromones, maybe you smell them. I don't know. I'm a smeller, sorry. Um, but that uh-huh. type of stuff. But yeah. on the and you're also and you're also intoxicated as well. You're probably you probably have a few drinks, so you're well, not in so, the yeah, greatest some, state of mind. For, yeah. for some for some people, for sure, I think that's definitely a thing. And I'm not I'm not debating here. I'm just playing de- devil's advocate in the sense that I do know people who have met on Instagram just for that initial like. Is it because for some men, a lot of my guy friends, because it's like easier for them to talk to a girl because if. They could slide into 15 girls DMs and just see what happens opposed yeah. to them walking up to 15 girls at a bar. And, you know, like that just you pick the one girl really that work. you're going to try yeah. to talk to. Right. It's yeah. true. But then it's like also like, look, I get it. It's a great way to meet people, especially nowadays. I'm sorry, but we're still in our houses. Mm-hmm. I don't expect you to go out to a bar or a restaurant or find, you know, meet people. I'm not saying that that's what you need to do. So mm-hmm. you need to be creative at this point. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is just like. I don't know. I'm also like a vibes and an energy person. And I like to see people in their own element. Like I like to see like, are they the loud one in their group? Or do they kind of like, you know, the like cool, calm, collected or like, you know what I mean? Do they go buy people drinks? I love to observe. So I feel like that kind of takes away from the whole scoping out. Yeah, And and Natasha, to touch on what you said, I think when like guys, I agree, like, like you would just slide into 15 DMs. So it just becomes a regular yeah a regular thing and it becomes easy mm-hmm. so for me when you know if you're gonna fall in love that's something that's great right we, i think mm-hmm. we would all consider being in love is a great thing and i think when you take fear out of anything that has potential of being great it doesn't work or at least doesn't work for me i think you always need a little bit of fear so i think you always have to have that like oh i'm actually a little nervous to talk to her because i think that's good but yeah. can't you be nervous to talk to a girl and then talk to her on DM and then be nervous to meet her? Yeah. Like, yeah, right? No, I, yeah, but not yeah. if you're doing it all the time. Not if you're doing it all the time. I'm not. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I'm not saying Mike is doing that. I'm not like just bringing it back to Mike. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's doing that. But I do see how like, you know, like maybe he might find someone that does embody all of the things that he is looking for mm-hmm. on Instagram. Um, I think this, because it is a little bit harder to find somebody. Also, I think, you know, Mike, let us know something. He is a very visual person. And that is probably True. very high on his list by saying this. Right. Because that's the number one thing that you see on Instagram and TikTok is how someone looks. So thanks for letting us know, Mike. Thanks for letting us know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you uh, want to date Mike, essentially put up some hot pics yeah, and uh, exactly show your best self. All right, I'm going to save Mike here. We got to move on. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> well, let's go. We gotta... yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. You guys, it is almost that time of year for paradise. And is it really paradise? I don't think so. But (laughs) for many, it really is. It's the island of love. And well, a lot of people are starting to make their dream bachelor in paradise couples 
Um, because fans just like to just come up with their own idea of who they would luck to like ship together and who they think should be together. Um, so this article was very interesting to me. Um, and I can kind of see a few of them. Like the first one they were talking about was Kit and Bennett. I feel like they're both like, you know, well, socialites I- in New York. And I feel like that aspect kind of like chimes in. But I also feel like Bennett is much older than Kit. And I don't think, I don't know. I Bingo. Don't- uh, well, yeah. I'm going to drop some tea here. Kit. I don't think Kit likes the day older, that much older guys. I mean, we're talking like how many years? She's 21 mm-hmm. and Bennett's 36. That's, tw- that's 15 years. Yeah, I don't oh, think yeah, she's but I don't in- think that. I don't think age really matters. That, hey, I'm older. I'm older. What? Okay, I think Kit's cute. 15 years older. No, but huh? we're not talk- I'm not talking about you thinking she's cute. I'm sure Bennett thinks she's cute as well. It's she's older a men. Girl. Older men problem. date younger girls all the time. It's a thing, right? But I'm talking about from her to old. I don't think from the conversations that I've had with Kit, I don't think Kit is into older men is what I'm trying to say. Got it. Well, I think they get that. I mean, I think all the I looked at the couples that they kind of matched up. I I didn't think any of them really made too much sense. I would say not one of them is correct. Mm, I I will say I kind of see Kelsey and Blake. Oh, Oh, I can't. No way. No way. I don't know. I don't Blake, know Kelsey. I, I, I also know don't know Kelsey, but I feel like she's really pretty. And I think Blake is cute. They can make a uh, looks wise. I think they can make a cute couple. Kelsey is fire and desire, honey. Let me tell you, she is an Aries and she ready, honey. She is ready. I don't know if I don't know if Blake is ready. I don't know if he ready. Kelsey, that's my girl. And she look, she. Yeah, she you blaze know better than I do. She <laughs> gonna blaze them up. Well, what's gonna ha- what, what's gonna happen this year? I mean, Paradise is going to be it's gonna be a mess. I mean, you know how many people want to go, and you, we missed a full year, so you have you're gonna have a lot of characters on that island. I have heard about a island. lot of people dying to go to Paradise, so um, and I don't think anyone's being shy about it. Can we? Well, point. can we talk about look bring, to bring Mister uh, Mister uh, talking it out back up? <laughs> Remember when we just had our Piper, our lovely Piper from this season of The Bachelor on clickbait, and she dropped mm-hmm. some tea and said that she was into Mike. Um, then Chelsea goes on talking it out and asks Brian who he thinks Mike should be with, and he drops Bree. So, there's your love triangle right there. Uh, that's what I'm. It's something swirling over here, and I'm just gonna put. I'm just gonna put this out there. This season of The Bachelor was so different because all of these girls knew who The Bachelor was actually gonna be. They knew it was gonna be Matt James, and so that means that regardless of who they have been attracted to in the past, every single woman on his season is attracted to black men. So I think Mike should go. <laughs> 100%. I think Mike's going to be there 100%. Right? I, I that do, is yeah. so true. And that and that was a thing that Mike brought up. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 They're going to be we also have, But we also have the girls. We also also have the girls from Peter's season, too. So yes. We have a lot. Which And we have some hotties from my season, too. And there is a good melting pot there. So, like, Riley. I wonder if Riley would go, though. He seems like he's... Wait, Riley. Who did they match Riley with? Um, they matched Becca Riley with, with Becca. <laughs> I think it's so funny. I don't see that couple 
uh, panning out. Mm-hmm. But I could see Riley with like I don't know. Oh yeah, Bree, tell to us. be honest, tell us. We should have Riley on and and find out. Mm-hmm. Yes, Riley's a good one. Yes, well, yes, we Riley. should. I like him. Too. It seems yeah. like one of the more popular girls that will be going on Paradise is Abigail. Now, I don't know if she's going on. I don't know. Maybe she's going to be the next Bachelorette, whatever the case may be. But it seems like she's the one that people keep matching her up with. So yes. if we, we had to take a guess, right? Let's do a hypothetical here. Mm-hmm. Who do we think, if Abigail goes on Paradise, who do we think would be her best match? Oh. Mm. I mean, we only have, um, I don't know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Tasha. Yeah. of your men, they're they're your men. Tasha, give one of them up. Sacrifice yeah. one of them. <laughs> for Abigail, <laughs> our sweet, so sweet weird for me. Our sweet, um, sweet Abigail. Okay, um, Abigail. Maybe Ivan. That's oh, what that, I think if too. De- if he decides to go, oh, that's cute. I could see them. I feel like they could be very cute together. Um, who do they? Who do they match up? Who do they match up? Uh, Brendan and Mike. Oh, the, Mike and Abigail. Mike could be cute with Abigail too. To be honest with you, that's the beauty of Paradise. We don't know who's going to be there. We don't know who's going to be a match. So we'll just have to mm-hmm. wait till I would say somewhere around the end of summer to find out. Here's the real question: Do you guys think? Now I know there's all this tea about Dale, Dale and Claire. Dale and Claire. If they aren't together, do you think Mr. Dale <gasps> will go to paradise? A hundred percent. Oh, shoot. I didn't even think about that. You going to go to the beach and blow together? it up? Isn't that like the thing? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's either. a lot of back and forth and this, that. I'm just saying a lot will happen in a, in a month <laughs> or two months or whenever it's going to happen. I just hope they're both happy, regardless of the fact all that matters, but. If someone were to end up on Paradise, I wouldn't mind watching that either. So the clickbait of the week, we were going to talk about it last week and we got all matched up into Bachelor world. But this week we're back and I really want to know what you guys think about this. It's four ways to let go of insecurity in your relationship. And I think our listeners need to hear from you guys. And and I'm going to just round out what they said and you guys will will go through it. Communicate effectively with your partner. Communication rules the nation. We say that all the time. Uh, Counter negative thoughts. That's a big one as well. Taking stock in your value, knowing what you need, knowing your worth, and build your self-esteem. What do you guys think? How do we counter these insecurities that we have in our relationships? I think... I think communication is the most important thing. And I don't know why people have such a hard time. I feel like that's like one of the biggest struggles as a society is knowing how to communicate and not being scared to say at least what you think. Um, so I think it's very important in a relationship. If you're, if you're going to hold things in, it's going to be impossible not to have insecurities. And it's eventually doomed, to say the least, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually really happy we're talking about this just because I feel like this is very real and I feel like every relationship can benefit from this conversation. I feel like at some point we all experience all these things. I mean, I can even talk about me experiencing all this with Zach, you know, or in my past relationships mm-hmm. and communication is huge. And mm-hmm. that's something that is not 
you don't learn it overnight. It's not something you're going to master after one or two years of being together. It's something that like my parents being married for 32 years are still trying to freaking figure out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think like the deep part about this right here is they're talking about feeling insecure in a relationship and how that can lead to, um, I don't know, like your communication, like missing, you know what I'm trying to say? Like insecurity just really can start to, it, 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 misconstrues people's like no 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 but perception about what you're trying to say like if you say something to me my insecurity could flip that to being like so like you're telling me you basically don't want to be with me it's not you know right. what I'm to say yeah right. yeah you, so, you, it's like it's like what you do to me on this podcast changes. Asia. oh <laughs> here we go oh, here we go your perception can change based off of your insecurities yeah and I, I think that that's so important to learn because I mean I'm not gonna lie this is something I've even am working on personally um with like zach saying a certain thing and it's just me thinking like oh my gosh maybe he actually doesn't want to do that anymore because he doesn't want to try mm-hmm. and it's not because he doesn't want to try it's just like he's just trying to find a faster or a more effective way of doing something mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and then that could make me shut down or make me read a different way and react in a different way and then he reacts a certain way because i reacted in a weird way you know what i mean so yeah. it's just communication is really it's so important. Yeah. Yes. I think a good example of what you're saying is like, if we have date night planned mm-hmm. and I was just working all day and I'm tired and I'm like, uh, actually, can we just order in? And the other person thinking, oh, well, they don't want to go out. Maybe they're having second thoughts about us, blah, blah, blah. That That's what you mean, how it's like your insecurity or like, it's like no taking over yeah you're like no i really just am tired and just want to stay in with you or if you're not living together maybe you just want to stay in because you're tired and not see that person only because of that not because you're not interested in them the real problem is what most people do is we hide our insecurities right and we don't communicate them yeah because we say is also you have to believe them and mm. it's our insecurity that overtakes us. You know what I mean? Like if they say no, it's just because I'm really freaking tired today. And like, I just would love to just stay home. Right. Instead of you being in your mind being like, yeah, uh-huh, whatever. And then just being in a pissy attitude, you have to believe what they're saying and move on. So yeah. yes, hiding your insecurity, but being like, yeah, okay. And then starting to have like that little sassy reaction and then being yeah. shut off the rest of the night could really lead to a lot more problems the one that i really loved was um taking stock in your value and to the point of this conversation if you have if you're taking stock in your own value then you're saying to yourself you trust like you said you trust that person they are just tired it's not me and i know i'm great and i know this person wants to hang out with me but clearly they're you know i don't know them being tired or their mental health or whatever you want to call it they're you know they're level of um excitement i don't want your tired ass coming to see me anyway i want i want i want to vibrant you so keep your tired ass at home i don't know you know get your rest i see you later and because i have stock in my value and and that i had to learn that i that is something that i definitely had to learn because i did internalize when if a guy would say something or do this or do that or we made a plan and they tried to change the plan last minute. Oh, don't do that to her. She hated it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she hated I it. get that. I agree. I, be- I believe, you know, I, it's just a known fact that confidence just helps you in general, helps you in life. I think the more confident you can become, and I don't think it's easy. I think you need to work on it. 
um, is only going to help you and it's going to help the relationship you're in. And it's just going to make everything so much smoother because then you don't get caught up on the bullshit that people fight over for two days when it was nothing. And then you get over that argument and you're like, we wasted two days hating mm-hmm. each other when we didn't have to. And it was all because your insecure ass couldn't handle it. <laughs> oh, I just say, you know, to our listeners, if you guys are dealing with insecurities, it is okay, but there are ways to combat it and and putting putting your self-esteem first and putting stock in yourself first. And I know a lot of people that jump from relationship to relationship to relationship and they go from the same problem to the same problem to the same problem because they haven't fixed whatever insecurity they have. So take some self time. Y'all know. Got to do that. Meditate. 100%. 100%. And I think one other thing that I really like from this article is um, countering negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really hit me when it said, the truth of the matter is when you have those fears, they are manufactured by you. Oh, yeah. It's not out of like the reality. So the fact like, and I've actually been told this in therapy before. It's like, if I have a problem with something, do I have a problem because like it keeps actually happening or because like I'm contriving that thought in my mind? Is it my fear that's taking over that? If not, you have to counter it with like positive affirmations of things that are like reality as opposed to like my yeah. mind being like, ah, oh, no, no, he doesn't like this. He, 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 he's going to think this way. Like, but he didn't think that way. And he never said that. He actually, he never said that. Right. He actually really likes it when you do that. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's called self deprecation. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you are preventing positive things from happening to you you are preventing like you know your relationship moving forward because of your own mind yeah so if you just start thinking about it differently yes. taking stock of your value changing and countering negative thoughts communication mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and building it's much easier said than done right right <laughs> but like once you identify things and you're self-aware it really does help to wrap this up i think self-awareness taisha you put that word out there and I think that's the Mm -hmm. biggest thing when we are aware that we are insecure when we are aware that we are feeling a type of way when we are aware that something's wrong we gotta talk about it talk about it gotta talk about it guys let's talk it out (laughs) shout out to Mike and Brian that was a that was a plug (laughs) yeah very much yeah I expect Uh, the same plug on theirs all right well you guys know what I'm very excited because it is that time for our guest you may know her from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She is much more than that. Everyone, please welcome Teddy Mellencamp. All right, Teddy, welcome. Thank you for coming on the podcast. How are you? Ugh, I am good. Better now, you guys. I am ready <laughs> for this combo. I mean, I took notes last night. Oh, okay. <laughs> she is ready. We love yes, that. Yes, yes. All right, so let's get right into that. So you watched the um, this week's episode was Fantasy Suites. Fantasy Suites. I, I have to admit, I thought last night he was also going to choose the winner. And then I'm, at the end, I'm like panicking. I'm like, oh, there's four minutes left. How many What's going on? And then I realized. I love juicy episodes like that where you're like kind of like, okay, wait, this might flip the whole script and he might do something wild and then it doesn't happen. Mm. Of course. Mm-hmm. So have you been paying attention to this season? Yes. Okay. Were you expecting these to be the final three, these women? I... I, I thought that Serena was maybe going to be in the final three because mm. I I think that Brie is like stunning and beautiful and fun and great, but I never felt their chemistry. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't I expecting that. her to be in the final three, but you know, mm-hmm. it's what it is. 
Yeah. Rena yeah. wasn't ready. He wasn't her guy or her person. Yep. Mm-hmm. She said goodbye. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, Michelle, I heard you talking about Michelle. You are a Michelle mm-hmm. fan. I am a Michelle fan. We're big Michelle fans. Oh. Big bait over here. <laughs> yeah, love I love her. them together. Yeah. When they showed her outtakes, like where she was make, doing the, the push-ups and all of that, I was like, okay, I want to see more of that. Mm-hmm. Plus, they have such a natural chemistry. It feels so easy and good. And like, I mean, I would never want somebody to rub butter all over me and then make out with them. And they seem to do it effortlessly. <laughs> I will say. They don't try at all. No, they, it felt like it felt really easy. Like I was even like, okay, I could maybe be on this date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watching. Yeah. I really, I'm a firm believer that food and sex should always be separate. Yeah, I, <laughs> always. <laughs> You know what? It's just so messy and like, I'm sorry, smelly. And then the oatmeal sounds, it was too much for me. Oh, the oatmeal, mm, the squishing. They, they were yeah. really, really, really like giving that some airtime. I was like, can we stop? Like, this is not a cute sound to be listening to right now. And I, this is the last thing I want to imagine closing your eyes. Not good. Not you good. could not tell good. that she was really into him because even her reaction when she saw him in the white bathing suit shorts and she's like, look at you in the white. Wrong. Like she was like into it. She's like, get me to the fantasy suite now. Yes. Any yeah. any chance to get uh, Matt uh, naked? Oh, the girls are like, woo. Yeah, he loves it. Well, I was going to ask you. So, since you are a big Bachelor fan, what have you seen is the biggest difference? You know how they're in this quarantine world, and mm-hmm. and how the girls are reacting towards each other and going back and forth in this, and then. Before it was quarantine, do you think there's like a difference in in what we're seeing as viewers? Well, for me, you know, normally a lot of the drama that I enjoyed was the drama of the bachelor, the bachelorette trying to decide who they're going to pick, like who they're Mm -hmm. into and like the turmoil they're going through or like maybe the kind of maybe this is about to say the douchier bachelor or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. Now it's like all the women are just going ham and like... (laughs) They haven't been around people in so long. They're like going for each other. I will say, I heard you on another podcast and you said that you were like, if you're bitchy, just be bitchy. Just own that you're bitchy. You you yeah. said that. And I was like, uh, yeah, I feel that some people, everybody's just not super sweet all the time. I think you were talking about Jacinia, um, in that conversation where it's like, she went back and forth about like, oh, you're a mean girl. Oh, you this, you that. And then she flipped the script when Heather came. So I, I, I feel that, but no one wanted to own up to being like, yeah, my bad. I was being. Yeah, you got to own your worst quality. Like, I am a know it all through and through. And like, I have to be like, listen, you're not, you might not love me because of this, or you're going <laughs> to think I'm great, but it's not going to, you're not probably going to be in the middle. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, oh, go ahead, Joe. No, I, I actually wanted to go. I want to go back a little bit to the oatmeal and butter oh. and all that. So, <laughs> of course you do. Because <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I want your opinion. I want your opinion because you've been on reality TV. You were on for three seasons of The Real Housewives, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. And like, would you feel comfortable like making out or being very um, like with your husband? Like, would you feel comfortable with that? I, You know, I... And that making day. out no i mean i even remember on my wedding day we had like a videographer that this wasn't even on television and i remember like feeling slightly awkward with that makeout like i was like why does that camera have to be right there why we're like yeah. trying to decide how to do a polite tongue like yeah. i want you yeah. but um yeah no filming housewives and with your husband there are moments where they're like filming your early morning reality 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, it would be us talking. It wouldn't be like me, like with my leg over him. Like, I, you know, it just, it's a lot for me, but I love it. I love to watch it. I wouldn't love to do it. Did you ever? So interesting. Okay. I forgot about that. Like you're like, I don't know. It's your everyday life as opposed to like when we're filming, it's kind of in this setting. That's not very natural. Like you don't live at a hotel. Typically right. you don't have like set time frames for dates and all that kind of stuff. So that's crazy that you have to film like in the morning and like i feel like i would not even talk to my husband the way that i normally would because i feel like those are such intimate conversations yeah i mean it none of it is ever scripted but it's more like this is this is what's going on in our life so this is what we have to talk about right now so sometimes it can feel a little like Mm -hmm. i I remember and, and there were certain times that i was definitely like spared from conversations that we had like, I was right. like, oh, no, they aired this. We're done. <laughs> we're done. You know, like, and there were dinners where I remember, like, putting my, because this is our real life, and that we're talking about real yeah. things, where he would be, like, talking, and I would, like, put my foot on his foot, like, un- like enough. Uh, like, let's, we're good. Let's calm it down on the, the mezcal and, like, <laughs> reel it in. I don't know about you, but, like, did it take a hot minute to have like your life like displayed every single day, like and be filming? Like, does it take a minute to get comfortable with that? Cause I know. Well, I can kind of like, you know how you can tell when on with Matt, you can tell he's thinking about what he's saying. Yes. He really wants to make sure he's doing the right thing and saying the right thing. Mm-hmm. I think that's the case on all reality television show, but the difference is like on a housewives, like I'm not trying to like find a wife or a husband. I am there. <laughs> Right. Trying to live my life. And if I'm too in my head, then I can't focus on what somebody's even saying to me and I can't have my natural reactions. Right. But it does take time and it take, but then you start to get super comfortable with production as you guys know, and then they're like family and then you don't care what they think. And then all of a sudden it all goes to, you know, everything. I would say by the end of my, I mean, going in my first season, I didn't know anybody. So yeah. I was mm. like, kind of like a deer in the headlights, like what's happening here? I'm going to have to develop all these friendships. But then once I started, I would say five episodes in, started having real relationships within the group. Then it Mm -hmm. started feeling easier. And then you start to see like the producers that you gravitate to, that you, you know, go to for advice or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it may be. But Mm -hmm. who do you watch The Bachelor with? You know, I have a group text called Batch Girls and it's like my 11 best friends that I've had since I moved to LA and we used to all watch together. And then now because of COVID, we can't. Mm. So now we just text about it. But, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of them fell off this season. So I got to like, I'm doing the work for all of us. Oh, we thank you. We thank you. We really do. Do you watch Paradise? Do you guys get together and watch Paradise? Oh, Paradise is, that- is our number. What like it? I didn't watch any of those all stars, all stars, or the skiing or the Olympics yeah. or whatever it is. Oh, oh, winter oh, games. summer games and winter yeah. games. Yeah. And stuff like but that. Mm-hmm. I did Paradise. Yes, mm-hmm. I know all about you guys on Paradise. <laughs> that was so wild. Oh my god, I forget like people watch the show, and I don't know. It just scares me to know that you saw me do very which, stupid things. Which is your favorite of the franchise, Paradise, Bachelor, Paradise, or Bachelor? For sure. Paradise. I mean, mm-hmm. even though Paradise is like more, it, it's tamer now, but I still, I still love Paradise. I think because you're seeing everybody together so much, and I think I'm just assuming. So I might maybe mm-hmm. I think some of it, everybody is so bored that they're like, we have to get to know each other. 
Well, that's what it is. We have to talk. We have to have these hard conversations. You don't have a choice. Like, I, and that's what I said when people asked me because I had gone on it and they asked me like, "Is how is it? Is it real?" I'm like, it. It's more real than actually dating in the real life in real life because you don't have a phone you actually have Mm -hmm. to have conversations so you get to know somebody within a 10-day period more than you get to know somebody within like a two-month period being Mm -hmm. in the real world because you're playing games there's texting there's work um so i think it works but this we were talking about how this season's gonna pretty much be a shit show because We missed the season and we have all these cast members coming. Oh, yeah. There's going to be. A, like, do you guys think the queen is going to be on Bachelor in Paradise? Do you want to see her on? How can she not be? I really don't. I you really don't want to see her on? I think there's a difference between like polarizing television and someone mm-hmm. that is just trying. Like, I think there's a difference between like a polarizing personality and someone that's trying to be polarizing television. Mm, yes yeah and i i think that's i think we're we've been seeing a lot of that in this show because i feel like people know it so well from watching it mm. that people play, put on these personas that aren't really themselves and it just comes across it just phony. comes across because then you can't even when you're talking about the behavior you don't even have an answer for it because you're like i did it for tv so yeah you can't give that answer so then we're watching did it she going, say that no, she oh. pretty much was just trying to say, like, well, maybe that didn't happen. Maybe, you know, like it was, yeah. I can take it on my Instagram. I can handle the, you know, the hate or the whatever. But there was never like, okay, like, I'm just kind of patty. The th- yes. And the thing that I find interesting is on the Women Tell All, I feel like that's when people really own up to their stuff. And she just didn't. So she that's where I'm like, I don't think it's an act. I think she really is just delusional, <laughs> you know? I don't think it's Which an act. It's crazy, though. How can you watch yourself back and see all this stuff, like, transpire because of your words and not be like, like I messed up, or that was messed up. Yeah. yeah. She, she was, was like, yeah, yo, girl. Slores. Like, and Another not cat. doing it with a smile on her face. Not that that would make no. it better, but, like, yeah. she's... I wouldn't mind. I mean, who who else got the bad rap? Like, I wouldn't mind seeing MJ. Was that her name? On yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure she'll be there. I think she there. could be yeah. nice and nice and what we need in paradise. Yeah, yeah. I if, think I think. But if I had to put my money on it, I think Victoria's going to be there. To be honest, I do. Don't you remember Chad on JoJo season? He was also very controversial, and he was kind of like aggressive at some point. Angry remember that? guy. And he, yeah, and he went on paradise. Didn't he? Yes, but yeah. didn't he like have to go home because he like got into a fist yeah. fight or something? Like, but what I'm saying is like it, it doesn't necessarily cut co- like take you out of the game. It could possibly happen to have her go and like you mm. know be a hot mess express, but mm. we'll see. I think I that's like the crazy thing about middle. paradise. Pardon? Yeah, I have to agree with you. Yeah. All right, give us a couple. Give us a couple you would love to see that would come out of paradise, and a couple you would hate to see come out of paradise. A couple. The yeah. hard part is because I, I didn't watch last season, so I don't know all of those people that would be coming in. I don't know all those guys. Like I don't know all your guys. Okay. Okay. Do you that's know? Fine. Do you know good any ones. of them besides Zach? <laughs> I besides don't Zach. because I was already done yeah. by Dale. Oh yeah. Okay. So you know oh, Dale. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That, well, see, for, this is the problem with me. Like I love the Bachelor, but if I am watching and like I'm like, nah, then I have to be done. Because okay, like so here's the question: going to be that, and then I was like, the mystery's out, and I'm out. So I asked yeah. Tasha and Joe this: 
if we don't know if Claire and Dale are back together, it's all this back and forth. Would you like to see Dale on the beach if they are not together? No. <laughs> He, no. just, he, had he, he had his he time. He had his time. No, I don't need to see the curated personality of perfection. I'm good. Mm. You do you. Like, I hope that if they're happy, great. More yeah. power to them, but I don't need to see it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I agree. Good. Love that. Love that. Would you, uh, would you, because I know you have little kids, would you ever be okay with your kids going on reality TV? <sighs> I mean, my son, he was the one that was the only one, like, of the kids that was like bummed about housewives. And he was like, how am I going to be famous? <laughs> Where? What? Like, well, how am I going to be famous? So I'm like, you're going to have to do it yourself. But it's the fact that kids even know famous. Like, yes. it's, yeah. it's so funny. But yes. I mean, I want them to do whatever they want to do. Never in my mind, like, bro- like when I came out here, I wanted to be an actress. I never thought like, oh, at 37 years old, I'm sure I'll go on a reality television show. It wasn't something right. that I envisioned. But it changed my life and it changed it for the better. Before we let you go, can we play a little quick game with you? We do a little bachelor game. Yes. Yes. All right, let's do it. Let's get into it. Here on Clickbait, we love to get to know our guests a little more. So we like to play a game with each of our guests when they come on. And your game today is going to be called The Housewives of the Bachelorette. We are going to put together your dream team of bachelorettes for your version of this show called Teddy Camp's Real Housewives of the Bachelorette. We're going to put up a graphic on the screen and we're going to read quote from each bachelorette that you see on the screen and you will get to pick who is going to be a part of your special season. Is this to make a good show or to have as my friends? This this is either. Make a good oh, show. This is Very either. Important but this question. is either though because you are this is your show. So you are you are the EP of this show. So do you, I, you think I want it to be a successful show? So I got to I got to go in with that. Exactly. You have to make TV. You have exactly. to make TV. I really hate that I'm included in this. <laughs> <laughs> so no hard feelings though. So you do you. Yes, I want to see okay. your show. I'm going to read the first one, and it is our lovely clickbait co-host Tasha Adams, um, and she said, "As much as I want to grow with someone." I don't want to teach them how to be a man. That is a quote from Artasia. And mm-hmm. then there's also Allie. <laughs> Your BS detector needs to be out. So, who is going to your housewives. Tasha, obviously. I mean, come on. Oh, I right. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, that was the easy one. That was the easy one. That was easy. good, good, good. We don't have to cut you off the the the, the interview now. <laughs> <laughs> She's made it to round two. Yes, 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 yes. Whew. All right, I'll read this. I mean, try to pretend it's not coming from a Chicago accent, I guess. Um, all right, so Jillian Harris, do you know how long I've been waiting to tell you I love you? Kind of boring. Caitlin Bristow, <laughs> You haven't seen my deeper side. Oh. Caitlin, for sure. She's one of my 100%. favorite bachelorettes of all time. I mean, I I mean, I never even watched Dancing with the Stars and I started watching Dancing with the Stars and she was. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yes. We love Caitlin, too. OK, this next one we have Yay with this one. <laughs> Andy Dwarfman says, I think that's something that should be private and kept private. Or we have JoJo saying, bring on the men. So, okay, this is where I'm torn because I feel like I would probably get along well with JoJo, but I mm-hmm. feel like Andy and I would like, we maybe butt heads might have better TV. 
Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So who are we going with, Andy? Andy. So Andy, if we're making a show, it's got to be Andy. Andy. Okay. okay. Tasha, right. you're keeping score, right? I'm keeping score. Okay. Our next one, we have Emily Maynard. I want to go to West Virginia. Oh, sorry. I said this wrong. <laughs> I want to go West Virginia hood rat on his ass. Or we have our, our Claire, <laughs> our lovely Claire. And that's why I didn't settle for men like that. Okay, so even though I dropped out of Claire's season, I think Claire as a housewife would be excellent. Yeah, hundred percent. Maybe that wasn't you know, but I think Claire would make an excellent housewife. She yeah, says yeah. what she's feeling. I yeah, think she mm-hmm. doesn't. She's not afraid to get messy. You know, I mm-hmm. Claire. Yeah, uh huh. Listen, listen, Bravo, hit her up. Yeah, yeah I think. <laughs> where, uh, where is she living now? Did, did she and Dale move to New York, or where are we at? Um, we don't know. We have no, no idea. We actually, I don't, I, mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if that's really actually the move. Don't. She, no. she missed the, she was on the wrong show though. I, I agree 100% with that. Okay. <laughs> oh my we God. Had, I sometimes feel that way too. Okay. Uh, I agree. I, I agree. I think she, she would be on great on the housewives. She was on it for six seasons. She was on um, it for six seasons. How could it be the wrong show? <laughs> All right. Yeah, baby. She was really okay. good on Juan Pablo's season. Gotta say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also love yep. that season altogether. And I love that quote. She did not settle for men like that. Like that. No. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, Next one. All right. Trista Sutter. If I had a fifth rose, hands down, I would give it to you. Another one. Little, 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 little lame. uh, Becca Kufrin. Let's do the damn thing. Uh, I don't know Becca very well. I watched Trista's season, but I didn't watch Becca. So I feel... Mm -hmm. Can you guys give me like do I get do I get to phone a friend? Yes, mm. you get to phone a friend. Kind of you get friend? to phone a friend. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're on the show with me. So who do you think? Oh. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> see, this is the thing. I watched Becca's but I didn't see Trista's. So, mm. I would have to say Becca could be some fun TV. I feel like she um she also is a no bullshitter, so I feel like she would also call some people out. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But did you like Trista? Well, I mean, she Trista was like the OG. Like she was one of the first ones. So I mean, it was. Well, she was that, the first, I think. Right. I think that kind of makes it fun, though. When you like an OG, you know what I mean. Like you need someone that's like been Maybe there from the very beginning. Both. Maybe we need them both. Oh shoot! <laughs> okay, so Trista and Becca. Like this is a bigger housewives group because we're coming out of COVID. So like, let's yes, yeah, we're doing both. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. I think that could be actually really fun. Okay. <laughs> So lastly, we have Rachel Lindsay, who says, let me tell you something. I'm not here to be played. And then we have Ashley A. Bear. Yes, Rachel Lindsay. Okay, so wait, so drum roll, please. Tasha, who is our Housewives of Bachelorette? We have myself, Tasha. We have Caitlin Bristow. We have Andy Dorfman. We have Claire Crawley. We have Trista Sutter and Becca Kufrin and Rachel Lindsay. Mm. That actually sounds like a really good cast. Wait, I think that honestly, would be really let's fun. Just, who's going to, like, let's just get it done. Yeah, no, really. <laughs> let's let's sign, still deliver. I'm watching it. I'm watching it You're all day. You're going to be the host, Teddy. Can you hire me as a producer? Because I'll be there. I'll <laughs> produce right. the shit I'll, out of that. You guys, I'll bartend. I'll do what I need to do to make it happen. I have one more question for you, Teddy. Who of the housewives do you think would be a great bachelorette? Mm-hmm. Well, my favorite housewives to watch are 
Potomac and Jersey. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I love that. Oh my God. I, I mean, love this. Teresa, oh, you know, she just started dating someone, but could you imagine her in paradise? I would <laughs> die. That would be so good. <laughs> So good. So good. I mean, that would, if someone tried to take one of her, she'd be like, (laughs) all kinds of stuff. Teddy, thank you so much for coming on. If you could tell our listeners where they could follow you on social media. Yeah. You can follow me at Teddy Mellencamp. Um, Yeah. That's where you can find me. Okay. I was definitely fangirling with having Teddy on my screen and never did I ever think that she would be zooming with us or me. Um, But I'm so freaking happy she came. She's so real and fun. I'm glad we were able to have her on the podcast. Did you guys like that? Yes. 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 She was great. And hey, you said you always wanted to be on The Real Housewives. So she picked you. Yeah, that was great. (gasps) Oh, my God. I actually would love to see that. That was a great lineup. Love that lineup. Yeah. (laughs) It would definitely, there's a lot of personality in that lineup. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it would definitely get a little, uh, a little fun and crazy. Honestly, they should do a show like that, doing all like, you know, bachelors and bachelorettes in the same house. And that'd be crazy. Just catching go. up, catching up with well, everybody. Well, we have a lot coming up. As we talked about on the podcast, we have Paradise. We have another season of The Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. We have real housewives of the bachelorette so we'll see what happens <laughs> so many like things. we always say bachelor nation never leaves you dry we have lots of piping hot tea coming out thank you so much clickbaiters for tuning into another episode and thank you so much teddy for being on with us that was a dream come true and please make sure to check us out on social and like comment dm us you know where to find us at clickbait being on instagram facebook and twitter share your stories with us we want to know what clickbait you're getting into this week We're also going to have exclusive bonus episodes on Wondery Plus. And if you haven't already, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you guys are listening right now. Hit the button. 